ladies and boy, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and boys and berries everywhere. Has there ever been, instead of a boy band, are there boys and berry bands? Uh, I'm sure there is at Knott's Berry Farm. Is not here's the free thing. I like Knott's Berry Farm, so I give it to you for free. And life, you know, obviously, plus other things we'll discuss off the air. Probably you'll be telling me to, you know, cease and and desist what I'm doing. But just in case, uh, I guess it's not super relevant. This may have been better at some other time. But you could, you know, like, what if you have the Boys and Berry Band? If you don't already have that. Uh, you say, well, Scoot's a boy band and boysenberry band. It's just like two minutes. And I say, okay, I'm just, it's just an idea because I'm, if you're confused, if you're as confused as me, you'll be, you'll be even more confused soon because I'm going to keep on talking because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And I couldn't do it without all of you. Thank you, my Patreon peeps. Hey, everybody, just a heads up here. This episode was recorded about four or five months ago. So I just want to give you a heads up there. There's a discussion of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Will Smith coming up here. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with uh, the last few weeks. Uh, it was recorded a few months ago. And it's more about that sweet uh, neon striped shirt uh, that some of you may be familiar with and parents being away on a week's vacation. But I just wanted to give you warning uh just in case you feel strongly about things say uh, you you know there's plenty of other episodes of sleep with me ready to go but it, but it's uh, you know one of those meandering in in, in intros uh, but i just didn't want you to think i was making light of anything uh, this is uh i think it was recorded right around the summertime of last year but yeah and interesting that that word came up since it's another song but anyway i just wanted to give you a heads up just in case you want to skip it but uh still a pretty good intro i listened to it a f- few times uh thanks uh hey are you up all night tossing Turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about, about the past, present, or the future. So thoughts or thinking stuff, feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally or that's there. Uh, Physical sensations, it could be changes in your routine, the time, the temperature, situational stuff, uh... Here's like Will Smith once saying, here's the situation. And I said, well, don't got to say anything more. I'm familiar. Uh, and then that's when the, the surprise, parents went away on a week's vacation. And I said, well, if I, like, uh, I said, okay, w- like, uh, well, that, who would have thought? Uh, no, I don't think anyone knew it at the time that that show, like that song, I wonder how many years elapsed. How many, first of all, how many intros have I talked about Will Smith or during a few times, even this song? But I would say, who would have thought? Is that the one? I think that's the song, or was it a different song? I don't know. Now I got to go back in my mind. I'm lost in my Will Smith lyrics. Because I, I said, oh, wait, that's the keys to the brand new Porsche. But that doesn't, I don't think that has anything to do with Bel Air. So I may be, 
I may be mixed up in my, it's not a metaphor. I don't know where, how did I get there? Parents went away. Oh, saying whatever's keeping you awake. Like now you say, well, scoots Will Smith lyrics. And I say, get an easy fix for that, uh, to, to get rid of that particular earworm. So you may or may, there's an archetypal Will Smith Fresh Prince of Bel-Air image I have in my mind. And this is what I used to get rid of earworms right now that I just thought of and made up on, on, on the spot. But I think it'll work. So my archetypal Will Smith, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air era Will Smith uh, comes from a poster or a cover or a piece of promotional material in probably an early season. And Will Smith is wearing a short-sleeved neon kind of uh, or day-glow striped shirt and maybe a matching cap. But we'll focus on the striped shirt. And I just want you to picture that in your mind every time the lyrics come up. Uh, and then just start counting the stripes. Uh, and then you see, then you could count, you see, when is that? Is that a lime green? No, because I've never seen a lime glow, neon green, possibly. And then you say to yourself, well, what other color am I picturing? I know what color I'm picturing. What color picture, color picture, what color are you picturing? Okay, so that's an earworm fix right there, possibly. Well, here's the thing, earworms fixed. One time I asked John August of Script Notes, he said uh, on, the, uh, on Script Notes, a podcast uh, about screenwriting, things interesting to screenwriters, he does with Craig Mazin. He was talking about earworms. This is probably 20, I don't know, 15, 16, 17. And they were talking about earworms, and then Craig or John said, "Well, I know this. I learned this uh, from somebody else." And he credited the person, I believe. And he said, "You close your eyes." And then I, I can't remember what he said. And then I asked him, and then he told me on Twitter, and and uh, or he was gracious enough to to say, "Hey, this is what I said actually." And then I still forgot it. Uh, but I, I always, so then I, when people say it, I say, I think it should close your eyes and you say, oh, my, oh, my, Ohio. And then maybe I'll tweet him like in a bit, uh, though, like, I think at one time I made it like a, but for the time being, just count the stripes on Will Smith's neon shirt. Uh, and uh, maybe, maybe if like two or three years from now in an intro, I'll get back to you. So whatever's keeping you awake, it could be any of those things. It could be something else, a situation. That's what you like a lot of times what does it for me or a baffling one. But whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to trying to create a safe place uh, by sending my voice, uh, delivering it or bringing it over, whatever you're comfortable with. And I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders and superfluous tangents, which means I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get confused. I'm going to bring up stuff. Then I'm going to see you say there's nothing accurate about what you're saying. So it's kind of like a mis misremembering. Then sometimes I'll, then I get you, you. I think that Will Smith thing covered it. You say, what, what, what just happened? And I say, I have no idea. It was a pointless meander. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm speaking to you now in between a pointless meander and a superfluous tangent. So while I have you, let me tell you a couple things. The most important thing you'll hear on this podcast is that you and your sleep are important, whether this podcast can help you or not. Uh, 
and that you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place of respite where you can unwind, a bedtime that you don't dread, that you at least feel neutral about or you could look forward to. And that is why I make this show, because it is, it's not my belief. It is actually true that, one, you do deserve that. But, two, that if you get the rest you need, your life's going to be more manageable. And that means when your life's more manageable, your life is better and it's probably improving. And maybe you could be in the world and, and build on that and be flourishing. And that means the world that we all share is a better place to be in. If your world's a better place, it does it, it indirectly. You see, I know I, my internal critic's piping up too. It indirectly impacts all of us, and it's just a good thing any either way. So that's uh, the part of it. The other part of it is I know how it feels: tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. I was trying to sleep on a plane last night, and uh, so I know how it feels uh, in bed or wherever, and. Uh, and I actually had a, like, a, like, I had, like, I don't know, I said, what the heck? Uh, so, um, so whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to, to, to try to help with that. Now, the thing about this podcast is it's very different. So it just does not work for everybody. And I, I it's not, I, I misuse irony there. It, it just happens that this podcast almost works for nobody on the first try. It takes two or three tries to get used to that show, this show, that show this podcast and that's what review after review says uh the, of longtime listeners just because it is so different and in like if you're like a lot of us you've struggled you've tried a lot of different stuff to get to sleep so if you're skeptical or doubtful that's kind of part of it my job's just to to win your trust over by being absolutely incapable of getting to a point and the, you know obviously it doesn't make any sense that you say you're going to win me over and I said, well, it only works putting people to sleep. I've tried it the other way. So you're going to win me over by putting, like, uh, never getting to the point? And then I say, ah, ba da ba da ba da ba da And uh, it does, so it doesn't work out in, in outside, uh, <laughs> you know, in matters of the heart. It only works on a podcast. But uh, what was my point there? Uh, um, so, oh, it's just a pointless meander. So just give it a few tries and see how it goes. But I totally understand if you're skeptical or doubtful or if you already loathe me. Let's just be honest, because that's like a situation that happens a lot. Check out the podcast and list to sleep audio at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Because there's a lot of other stuff to check out. Maybe something like that will help you. I also recommend having a bedtime routine and sleep with me being a part of that, which kind of goes into the next couple of things that I want you to know if you're new or to remind you if you're a regular listener, I'm so happy you're here. This is a podcast you could just barely listen to. Now, you can listen uh, closely, but it, well, it works best as, as you develop your own relationship with it. And you say, oh, I like to turn it down. I like to listen. I like to do this. But at first, if you kind of look at it like clouds passing by, you see, that's like usually you say, okay, that's a, that's a cloud, definitely a puffy. And without the pressure, you know, that we put, if this is one of the things that happens to people that can't sleep is the same thing. It, like when you're with somebody else and they say, what is that cloud? What do you think that cloud looks like? You say, oh boy, I'm not sleeping tonight. You say, I'm going to be thinking about this one for hours on end, especially, especially imagine if it was somebody you had a crush on or something. 
You say, well, boy, talk about performance anxiety in an unexpected situation. And then you say, like you say, oh, well, it's, uh, that's quite a cool, like maybe here's a piece of advice that just popped in my head. So it might not be good advice. Maybe you say it's a beautiful cloud. Uh, and, but this podcast, no pressure. You just say, huh? Yep. Cloud, that's cloud. Nobody asks you what is Scoot's talk tomorrow? If, if someone recommended the podcast to you or you happen to have like, uh, someone you live with and, and they, they're sleeping soundly. They might say, what was that sleep podcast you're talking about? And you say, I don't know, like Will Smith and clouds, I think. Uh, and how a cloud started the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Uh, maybe? I don't know. I have no idea what he was talking about. It absolutely made and I slept great. Now, that does come with not practice, but pra- practice not listening to me. So this is a podcast you don't, you don't really listen to. It doesn't really put you to sleep either. I'm here to keep you company, really. That's really my job, to make things less lonely and to be like someone giving service in a sense of like, I'm talking, so you don't have to listen to me. But you could listen because there is a percentage of listeners that have insomnia and can't sleep. And so I'm here to the very end of the episode to keep you company, to be your friend in the deep, dark night, to be that presence that's there for you. Whether you're awake or asleep or whether you're listening to me or not. And that's really important to me. It really is the essential, I can't even describe, I'd say it's the mission of the podcast, uh, but I can't even do that concisely. But you could feel it. I, I hope so. So it's a podcast you don't really listen to. It doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar bud, your boar bay. Uh, so yeah, I'm here to keep you company and as you fall asleep or to make the night less of a grind. So those are a couple things. The other thing that throws people off is the structure of the show. So I'll try to go through that, uh, cause, cause I got, I went on, went on and on and on about other stuff. Uh, so structure show, show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And then I say something silly. So that you feel seen and welcome and you say, oh, this show sounds a little bit goofy. It's not one of those like straightforward, uh, it's not a, doesn't make any sense. And I say, yeah, okay, check. Then there's support for the show via sponsors or Patreon membership stuff. That's so so the podcast can come out for free twice a week and be like on whatever podcast app you use for the most part for free and a free podcast app and the podcast is free and there's tons of episodes you can access for free. So like 435 or something. And so that's part of it. Oh, that's what, that's what that does is, and then there's support for you, the listener support for the communities around the show. So that's one chunk there. Then there's the intro, which is a separate chunk. It's a show within a show. And this really, the business throws some people off and then the intro throws some people off, understandably. But the intro for a normal podcast, you could do the intro like script notes, things interesting to screenwriters, talking about, I can't even remember, script notes, uh, things interesting, screenwriters. I can't, how can I not remember something so simple as that? But that's just my job. But on script notes, they say their intro is like, uh, they do like a, I guess, I don't know. Now I'm going to go off topic again. They say, is that an intro or like uh, the setup? Uh, But they're usually very, 
They say, this is what we're going to talk. This is what the show's about. This is what we're going to talk about. This is what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about it. That's what a normal intro is, which I can't even <laughs> recount successfully. And that, because that's not my job. So the intro goes on and on and on so that you get an idea what the podcast is. But if you're a regular listener, or even if you're not, it gives you a chance to wind down. The intro is actually a buffer between your day and going to sleep. It's a part of a lot of listeners' wind-down routine, or getting ready for bedtime, or getting comfortable in bedtime. So you could fall asleep during the intro, and that's awesome for all the people that have fallen asleep already, looking good. And you could skip the intro. Two or three percent of people skip the intro, start the show, whatever, 20, 25 minutes or something. But just see how it goes at first, because the intro is really like a slow lowering, not of the actual volume of the podcast, but of the volume of your day, like a landing strip. Uh, So it's a transition. And that's all that's ever really worked for me is having that wind down time for the most part. So that's why it's like new every single time, but it's also follows somewhat of the same structure uh, because uh, that way you have something familiar, but it's different every time because my brain adjusts to anything else. It says, oh, and now I know what's going to happen. So that's the intro. Then there's business between the intro and the episode or the story part, because again, that's how we come out for free twice a week. Whenever you want it, uh, or, or, you know, you could get uh, all the other episodes are on demand. Uh, and then there's the storage tonight. We'll be talking about the great British bake off the last episode, the finale. Oh boy. I think that's what I scheduled to record. Uh, I hope so. Uh, so that's, uh, the, we'll talk about that. It won't be, it'll be very soothing, even more soothing than the show. Or definitely more soothing than the finale because that tends to have, you know, a bit more ups and downs. But it won't be, it'll be mostly people looking at ovens uh, and saying, huh. No one ever said blimey on there, but you could, you could say that. Uh, I don't think we'd, you know, yeah. And then there'll be some thank yous at the end. So it's a structure show. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I work really hard. I yearn and I strive and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoots here. And we're talking about the season finale of uh, Collection 5, uh, Season 8. Uh, Was that what I have here? I don't have it here, but uh, I was just realizing that uh, I think this must be the season that... uh, Oh, my download failed. I think this must be the season that um, Prue, I don't need to download it because I can just watch it. Uh, but this must be the, like, so last season was the first season I covered. The next season, uh, you know, they don't do anything in order. Well, I do, but this, I just happened not to. But uh, the, this, the, at the start of the next season, they joke about how Prue tweeted who the winner was, I think. I remember saying, what was that joke? Uh, and they did a Back to the Future thing. And now I'm realizing that this is probably the season that happened because it's Prue's first season working on the show. So it's understandable. So, 
Yeah, so let's see. I'm going to get it loaded. But let's run through my notes first. Uh, GBB final to, to open. So it goes straight to the open. Sandy does it. Then Sandy does a VO. Three bakers, three challenges. Stephen, Kate, Sophie. Bit bread, something bread, bread, dunk on, on it. <laughs> oh, bread is a dark art. Uh, Twelve small loaves. Three types of bread, four shaped, four flavored, four alt grain. Good luck. Peru excited. Paul loves bread. Rama Rama. Paul loves bread. Pomona. Well, we'll find out. Uh, calm baking merger finals dry. Sophie record spelt loaves. Uh, Chibatas, Brickleys, br- br- Brioches, I think that is long proof, question mark. Stickered myself, uh, stitched myself uh, up a little bit. Oh, this was a phrase I like, stitched myself up a little bit. Kate, safe and simple, spelt curry, Jagger, 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 Sugara, whole body, Jaggery. D, uh, running in time back, uh, Sophia Stress. Lots of butter, Stephen no holding back, uh, whole roasted garlic spelt and rye. I love rye bread so much. Uh, I don't know about spelt. I probably had it before. Winston, not for Thai. Scouts, bigger baking, beige baking. Sister Kate, uh, cut your own hair. Mom and mom and dad. Oh, this this is like the kind of family uh, sequences. Mom credit a star baker. More doughs, double in size. Get harder. Second proof will vary. Spelt flour. Don't overwork. Uh, Roman army. Kate loves the film Gladiator. Mum, dad, auntie, everything she was into. Kate, school, job, and baking. School, her job, and baking. Three does, three tries, and filling it, Sophie. I like it. All that mother's Linda mum. Ba- br- b- brilliant, too tall, ballet, too tall. Army goes and gets it. David ba- Bakerd? No, David Boyfriend. Can't go to Tesco in my PJs anymore. I haven't been to it. I said, well, I'd love to go to a Tesco in my PJs. It's been a while. At least 15 years since I've been in a Tesco. Probably longer than that. Get it over with. Uh, half weight. My, this one I've never seen. This might be my worst. Uh, Warm enough, and uh, I thought I would never get that. It's probably it might not even be warm enough, but it you it looks like I don't know. I've seen some bad handwriting in my day, but that probably takes it months more complicated. Maths more complicated. Stephen Maths, uh, uniform size and shape. Maximus Stuart, Stuart Roman names. Design knots, prove again, 20 minutes ciabatta, prove in bed. <laughs> Dude, please tell me that, Scoots. Uh, 
what do you want me to say? Proven bed, proven bod, proven bock, prove or bake, ready or not. Wriggle on now. Nice crusted, drop it down. Half hour left. Not enough space. Skin of my teeth. One spit in my haste. Uh, is that really what that says? One spit in my haste. Uh, spelt like bricks. Uh, Sophie does cropos. Handstand yoga. That's a cropos is like a yoga handstand kind of. Uh, one more stress. Don't drop. I think it's one minute. This is whoop, what whoopee happens when you rush, rush. Uh, time is up. Uh, Storm on floor, said Stephen on floor, said judgment time. Sophie looks good, impressed. Sounds good, but underproved. Uh, floor, flower, lovely chabadanon. Nice structure. Key mushrooms. A great structure. Overworked uh, merchant flower, enchant flower. Stephen, look different, terrible constants, smells good, bit tough, need more nectar, underproved, uh, gluey, nice uh, flavor, not beautiful, done, beautifully done, well, very good, under, under, perfect, uh, Kate, these are interesting, needs salt, Paul likes it, uh, sound all great stardom, perfect. I I like great stardor store store door, Third Avenue lovely. Third one lovely like curry divine like it very well very well done. Talking heads Kate happy Sophie speechless Stephen frustrated not going to change, not going to change anything. Frustration being frustrated is not going to change anything. That's what Stephen says. I think. Two levels of precision, Prue. All about the bake. All about the bake. No treble, no treble. All about the base. No trouble, no trouble. Ten ginger briskets iced. Prue's pared down recipe. Lace icing, partner. Classic. British bake. Uh, Ginger biscuit. Really crisp with a snap. Or crunch. uh, Not too posh. Too do- too dork too dark too 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 too, too something eggs uh, one two stiff dough Stephen too much egg try again Kate wet dough couple of millimeters Kate can't fit in freezer human error two hours six eight ten by six, uh, eight by eight ten by seven oval oval freehand. New drum oval, never drawn an oval in my life. I think Stephen said that. I said, Stephen, you kidding me? Or so whoever said it. I mean, I've never drawn a proper oval in my life. But I mean, I guess I live in a world of ovular logic. So, Noel, little eggs like Marth, uh, Mork and Mindy. This was quite a, I said, wait a second, what you, how old's Noel? Like a Mork and Mindy reference, and, and then that uh, Kate knew it. So maybe there was like a replay, like more, maybe like there was a Nick and Knight in England. Let me know. When was Mork and Mindy re aired in England and what channel? Stress on Greer's, uh, stress on sizes, Hathaway, 
seven minutes, eight minutes, five minutes, all about the bake, mixing icing sugar, back in oven for snap. I think I'm happy. Oh, snap. One hour, six meters per biscuit. Cake, Kate's is too dark. Uh, first icing, every yolk, uh, four and a half minutes per biscuit. Piping and flooding, draw the line. Semi-set, gamiset, Stephen has surprisingly steady everyone learning to pipe, or everyone should learn to pipe. Uh, are you a biscuit who needs icing? Can't be, be, be either really hand bake neck arms. Oh, it's really hard on the back, neck, and arms. Uh, are you a biscuit who needs icing? I like that. That could be like a poster. Uh, time is up. Stop worrying for nozzles. Steven, even could be there. Snap, nice, very good ginger. Kate, so, but this is, they didn't know this, but a couple of, uh, assuming not fused, very difficult, nice crunch, bit dark. Tastes good. Nothing on them. So Kate didn't quite get her icing done. Couple of icing, not finished. I'm just interpreting my language afterwards. Sophie, quite neat, big, finished. Looks good. Nice snap, flaked well, flooded well. Thicker, could be Skipper. Who has triumphed? Uh, Three Kate, two Sophie, one Stephen in first. Double exclamation point. Stephen sighs, willing that Sophie is a chance. Kate fear fair eggnog, bakes walk off sheep. Time, walks in jackets off. So we'll run through the tape for the first two uh, sequences, and then making my subtitles on here. Set the speed, and we'll be rolling here. Picture me rolling some dough. Okay, we got the sunshine and we got some grass and some water, then a fast drone shot over some flowers, then the baker's shadows, then, ooh, okay, here's the thing. Let's rewind that. Okay, if you're watching on Netflix, 55.40 left in the segment, you might want to slow it down. You got some really good camera work, uh, creative stuff. Uh, I won't even tell you. Check it out. Uh, Steven's got a nice... I didn't really note people's outfits, but uh, Steven's got a polo-type shirt with uh, white and blue stripes. And they do the review of all Steven's wins and tough moments. Huge box at one big tick, the winner. Then Kate's Road, Rocky. Some things worked, but her creativity, historic inspiration... Bold flavors, uh, steady rise, and sensational cake. Uh, I don't want to be arrogant. There's two other good bakers in there. Sophie marched through precision, two-time star baker, but tough time with bread. She dislikes bread. Oh, dark art I've yet to master is bread. Okay, of course, that's what they have to start out with. Uh, signature challenge, Palm Peru. Twelve small loaves uh, and three different types of bread. Four of loaves shaped, uh, plated, uh, alternative grain. Four, four I think. Uh, three hours on your marks. Get set. Bake. Uh, 
Good luck. This is the final. Proust in blue. Exciting. Paul loves signature. So 12 loaves, three different types, three different proving times, three baking times. It's going to be very easy to get into a muddle. Critical to remain calm. Be confident. Make some baking magic. Hello, Sophie. Okay, spelt loaves, ciabattas, brioche, orange, two breads. Brioche is usually overnight, Paul says. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe I stitched myself up a little bit, she says. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah, that would be it. If you stitch yourself up, it'd be hard to get back out. Kate playing it safe, uh, rolling her dough, patting it, and marking it with K for Kate. Uh, Roman spelts, coconut kalachana. Jaggery gore. It's a sugar, cane sugar type thing, Sandy says. Uh, perked me right up when she tries it. Lovely flavor. She found it on Bold Street in Liverpool, the jaggery. Rummaging in the shelves. Ah, here's the thing, Sandy says. Uh, Stephen starts his first prove. Sophie's working on her enriched dough. Stephen's working on his second dough. Get, putting the garlic in. And I'm big in roasting garlic, holy cow. So I hear you, Stephen. Spelting rye, chocolate and cinnamon, cinnamon sugar, Winston nut, three strands. Uh, when I was in Scouts, I wanted that badge. Uh, so it's not for a tie, it's for something else. So then we see Stephen in the flashback uh, with Katie's sister. And Judy, his mom, says she loves cooking. He would help in the kitchen. Mom's a big influence for Stephen. Katie says uh, she might be surprised at how much she's influenced him. She's mom's very proud. He's my star baker. Stephen's proven his next dough. He's got his timers on his dough. Oh, that's smart. Uh, Sophie's working on her one of her proves. Uh, got a budget time. Kate's wiping some uh, perspiration off. Stephen's having tea or coffee. And moving on to number three, the spelt, uh, easy to overwork it. It could end up with chewing gum. Spelt and rye for Stephen. Kate's Roman army, olive oil. Likes gladiator, her dad. Uh, Kate at the pyramids. Uh, Barry, Kate's dad. Dance school, drama. Martial arts, fishing. Horse riding, brownies. Go-karting. Then baking. Kate's getting her master's. And go full time job and baking, and it's amazing. Three doughs, three proving times. I'm just gonna put another timer on it. Somebody says uh, Kate's working on her peshwari filling with the jaggery. Sophie's working on a mushroom filling. Then we get a christening of Sophie. Linda, Sophie's mom, making her big cakes at ballet but too tall. Army was surprising, but she puts her heart into it. She goes for it. Incredibly proud. Uh, stuff she comes up with, that's David. She's the best baker in Britain, even from an Irish perspective, he says. Uh, can't go to Tesco in my PJs. And then we start filling. Sandy's looking. Sandy always has, uh, she really makes people feel seen, I think. That's uh, a really good takeaway for me. So even though the tapes are only say, take away from Sandy, make people feel seen, like uh, really seen, not just make them feel seen, see people and be excited, I guess. And then Noel, 
casual conversation like uh, like that comes from his his humor kind of a lot of times comes from what's popping in his head. So now they're talking Roman names. Maybe is Stuart a Roman name? No, we don't think so. Kind of joke. Uh, and looking at these knot shapes, uh, plating things. Not making skills for Stephen. Different brioche. Uh, cinnamon, sugar, and chocolate chips. Oh boy! Hello, Stephen. Can I have some of that? A couche, which is a bread for dough, and it rises. That's what Sophie's using. Forty-five minutes left. Uh, People are seeing, checking the proofs, putting them in the oven, seeing what rised. Uh, Got to get a wriggle on now. Steven size, uh, expects, uh, like all that bread has to go in one oven too. Only an hour, half an hour left. Uh, and everybody's checking, get these babies in the oven, spelt loaves, uh, scoring, uh, Sophie's, uh, some are misshapen. Kate doesn't even have room in her oven. There's no room at the oven. Skin of my teeth if they're underbaked. Stephen sighs. Uh, everybody's standing in the middle looking at their splits uh, in my haste. No pressure. Air bubbles in the ciabatta. Hopefully a spell doesn't bricks. And that's when Sophie does her yoga pose. She, I can't even do that. So she's very uh, good at yoga. I can only been trying for like a year to get be able to do the crow pose but still slowly working towards it uh whip them out uh when they're done one minute remaining get them out of the oven everybody's faces uh this is what happens when you rush as steven says they're all split open but people are putting them on time is up uh, smiling not happy though Everything looks, there's Steven on the floor, a little down. And it's judgment time. Sophie's up first. Hello, Sophie. Spelt, I can't uh, so they go, uh, look good. A little underproved, uh, plated one. Non-bread looks interesting. Spelt ones look interesting. Sounds good. Underproved, uh, underbaked then. Nice flavor, great flavor. Spelt's not the tallest, more of a ciabatta. So Paul cuts it the long way to see the inside. Very mushroomy. Used dried and sautéed. Wow, different textures. Very good. Not a ciabatta, though. He says, uh, great structure. Wow, orange works. Excellent flavor. Soft crumb, great texture. Plating's good. Thank you. Everyone smiles. Uh, oh, these look different, Stephen. And they don't look the same. They're not consistent. Look awful. Smells good, though. Uh, but it's tough. Uh, your dough needed more water. Dry dough splits. Uh, and these don't look good either. Underproved. Uh, that's why bread's ripped. Uh, but let's taste it. Uh, slowly doughy inside. Gluey. Nice flavor. Uh, beautiful artisanal ones with the knots, uh, but, uh, you did good with the stuff in the middle. This is very good. Delicious. Chocolate's good. Enough cinnamon. Unapproved, unapproved. Perfect. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And then Kate, uh, 
Let's see. They say, okay, these look interesting. Nesaparu says, man, beautiful. This is spelt. A uh, little rep, nice pattern. Uh, you need more salt, though. But Paul says he likes it, so disagreement. Push back. It springs back. Let's have a look at these. That's good sound on this next one. Good structure. Knife drags the dough. Good tension. Texture's perfect and nice and crisp. Uh, get a little flavor. Okay. The filled one. Proof takes a bite. Paul's chewing. Okay, what's he thinking? You can never tell. I'll tell you what I think, Bruce says. Lovely texture, properly baked, like the curry, like the flaky edge. Paul says divine taste. Uh, something I might even look at. And overall, well, well done, Kate. Thanks. Much better than expected. Woo. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Sophie says I could have done it. Uh, thought bread was going to be my undoing, but it's good I'm not starting from behind. Stephen says, what's the point? But it's not going to change anything. We see some lambs. Not one, but two levels of baking precision on this one. Uh, Prue said it. Uh, they laugh. It's all about the bake. No treble. All about the bake. I don't know if that song, I thought that song was popular like 10 or 15 years ago. But, uh, okay, 10 ginger biscuits, powerful snap, perfect thing, half oval, half square, intricately iced, a good alliteration there. Two and a half hours, kind of market set, bake. Uh, identical ingredients, Bruce pared down recipe. Worries me. I think in Reddit it says don't confer with the other contestants uh, on the recipe. We see Prue's version, they're exquisite, royal icing. You know, check it out. First pipe, flood the outline, then put a thicker icing for the baubles. Uh, it's intricate, difficult to do. You want a crisper, proper biscuit uh, with a snap. Uh, still a wafer. Are you too posh to dunk? You're never too posh to dunk. Darn right. Uh, okay, make a ginger biscuits. Uh, Steven's hoping to do better. Everybody's trying to figure out how much egg to put in. Stiff dough. Steven has to redo his dough. Muscovado. Awkward. Steven says, try again. Then frozen. And firm it up in the fridge. Just a couple of millimeters. Nice and thin. Kate can't fit hers in the fridge because she's got a bigger sheet. Um, human error in action. Everybody goes, puts it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, as G Love once said. 8x8, uh, 10x7. Eight eight, That's not 10x7. I'm actually free-handed. Uh, never drawn an oval before in my life. Not very ovally, but close enough. Uh, and then Noel says, this is more like an egg to Sophie. Egg-like uh, from Mork and Mindy. Okay, then we're working on it. Uh, needs to be bigger. Going to freeze these, stick them in the oven. Cut them out afterwards. Don't want the outside. It's all about the finesse. Baker's halfway through your ginger biscuits. Get these in the oven. Just bake. Uh, sounds about right. I got five minutes. And then they're working on the royal icing, lemon juice. Uh, all I can taste is sweet air, did Kate just say? Five minutes, stuff's coming out of the oven. Different ways to not have browning on the edges, uh, different strategies. Maybe they got to go back in the oven to firm up. 
Steven's doing them in increments. Uh, Got to have a nice snap. Uh, nice and thin. Couple more minutes. Uh, and Steven does one. Okay, good snap. Uh, Kate's putting them back in the oven. One hour left. Uh, six minutes per biscuit. Uh, pipe the flour pattern. Simple, right? Oh, yeah. Well, no, a bit too dark. I've burned my biscuits, uh, Kate says. And Sandy says, isn't enjoyable doing this intricate icing? Uh, you have four and a half minutes per biscuit, Kate. Uh, she says it took a lot longer. And uh, so Kate has a way more to, uh, Kate's behind, I guess. Uh, and then they show some flooding and decorating. And, uh, yeah, people adding the icing, very calm, very soothing, watching people ice things, uh, surprisingly steady, speed piping, 10 minutes left, uh, not enough time at all. And, okay, I'm just going to pipe the dots around the room, something. And Noel says, can I help you? And she goes, not unless you're a biscuit that needs to be iced, uh. Uh, yeah, and then they're looking messier, so people are getting more and more, you know, and then it's very hard back, uh, shoulders, arms, it's a lot of piping, baker's time's up, step away from your nozzles, somebody says they look good, mate, probably Sophie's, uh, maybe, or maybe Stevens, I don't know, so I go Stevens first, uh, beautifully even, likewise with the oval flooding, icing's thin, could have been thinner, in order to flood it, good snap, crisp, and very good ginger biscuit, lovely flavor. couple issues not finished with Kate's. Uh, they aren't the same. Nice crunch. bit dark, but tastes good, but they're not finished. Uh, these are neat, quite big blobs. Uh, biscuits aren't square. They spread in the oven. Still looks a good biscuit. Nice snap. The texture's good. Flavor's good. Flooded, but it lost something. Piping's not blobs. It could have been thicker. But who has triumphed? Uh, third place is Kate. Uh, well, Kate, you didn't finish. Sophie is second place. Um, and consisting of icing's off. And then uh, they weren't all finished. And then Stevenson first. And intricate, uh, tried hard, nice crack and proper biscuit. Steven sighs. Everybody gets up. Uh, there's a chance everything tomorrow, but we have to bang on. Fair enough, Kate says, came in third. They walk out of the tent. Uh, everyone's kind of starting from the same point. We see the lambs. We see them walk back in. One challenge remains coming in. Who's got two challenges? Their table talk. And Kate on top, and then close to Sophie and Steven. Steven, Sophie, Kate. Uh, so this is going to come down to the showstopper for the winner. Uh, and maybe you'll win, Noel. Yeah, amazing. Okay, they go up. Uh, everybody's just definitely nervous. Morning, last ever challenge for 2020-2017. Final showstopper, Paul and Prue, Entremet. Sandy, what's Entremet? Light, delicate, multi-layered cake served at the dessert, dessert between courses. Five elements. Sponge. Glaze, ganache, covering it, uh, decorated the highest of standards. A sliced should hold together perfectly, and all the layers should be visible. Five hours, and market set bake. So actually pretty clear parameters. Uh, it's a mousse cake with the layers, contrasting, complementary flavors, 
Paul says, yeah, they're probably very nervous, and this is a difficult challenge. Sponge one element. Elements, mousse, bavois, jelly, meringue, maybe. All got to be in useful use or whatever, working together. Got to work backwards. How long does it take to do? You got to do a lot of math. Very tricky to, with the setting. Uh, Bruce says, I know all of them could do it. Uh, and I hope they do. So we struggle to find a winner. Ode to the honeybee is what Sophie's doing. Love honey. An incredible. So, uh, chocolate mirror, glaze, entremet, several layers, honey custard, blackberry jelly, orange blossom, hazelnut, lemon, lavender, mousse. That one is where Paul is like, lemon and lavender? Well, honeybees love lemon and lavender, so let's just hope there's no stings in the tail. Please get rid of Paul. Uh, Sandy says, uh, it's raining outside, two and a half hours, countdown. Unless they set the layers quick, it won't be firm enough to stack. Uh, you got to chill and stack. Uh, so it's really like a like a cake with, uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, it's got jellies and puddings and stuff type cake. Multitasking is a principle of WAR. So Kate's, uh, or, uh, Sophie's Army's training is coming in handy. Uh, Kate's doing a white chocolate, yuzu, and lychee, uh, entreme, lemon, yuzu, lemon zest, genoa, coconut, daiquiris, uh, bavoise, uh, yuzu juice, kind of like lemon, lemon and mandarin, going for a zen cake. Uh, uh, what are you going to do if you win? I'll streak, uh, through the carnival, uh, first layer of custard for Steven, one down. Kate's doing like some like the Japanese flag, I think. Steven's doing two halves of yin and yang, entremet, one without the other. Uh, creme brulee, chocolate mousse, hazelnut, genoa, whatever, genoa. 14 elements in two halves, a contrast, different glazes. One will be galaxy, other, and the other one will be frozen, velvet. And then Stephen has this great thing. Like, he does really have his anchors. Uh, says, it was inspired when I was in Sweden, snow on the ground. You could see the galaxy in the sky, the northern lights. Uh, so Stephen's very good at, like, uh, theme and storytelling, too. A layer of custard, layer of bananas, uh, perfectly set back in the freezer, uh, contrasting textures, a sponge element, uh, Light and airy, uh, petite four type of texture. Sophie's going for on one layer. Got to get it as flat as you can in the pan, man. Because if you get it off on one, it's a cumulative effect since there's so many layers. Steven's doing his custard layer. Knew this would take a while. It's going to be a start of the show. Halfway through, two and a half hours left. Uh, lemon curd. Kind of everybody wants a crunch, a coconut, like a coconut meringue type thing, a honeycomb crushed up, uh, fellow team, rice crispy cake. Uh, that's what Sophie's has. Uh, uh, Nolix, one of Stephen's layers, it says, making me wistful. Um, frozen inserts, he's cutting it in half or cutting it in his yin and yang shape uh, before they can begin assembling. So many processes, mousse, uh, encased in entremet, cho- white chocolate and lavender, white chocolate bavoie, 
Kate says, like, it's very experimental. Kate and then Prue and Paul are commenting on, like, uh, oh, they're going for that. Well, Sophie's doing this lavender and lemon. I don't know. Paul says, uh, worried about Stephen. Chocolate is so dominant. Has he bitten off more than he can chew? Where timing will be his downfall. Is Stephen going to finish? Sophie's is complicated. Is Kate going to have the finesse? Sometimes she lacks, Paul says. So they're all running around. Brody's commenting. Sandy says, uh, entremaze, uh, final judging, putting it together. Steven's like, this is looking sloppy. Kate's lim- or Sophie's lemon curd is perfectly flat. I've never seen anything. Uh, caramelized honey. Steven's cutting his, like all, both Kate and Sophie's layers are really uh, flat. Like, uh, it's impressive. And then they go, they put their completed cakes in the freezer before they do the coating. Steven's still assembling. Wait, he's making his honeycomb and trying to get everything in the molds. Uh, Cocoa butter on acetate and then the white chocolate, Kate says. Maybe that's for the top of her cake. and uh, different bee, coke, honeybees type eggs uh, uh, that uh, Sophie's adding. Uh, half an hour more in the freezer, Stephen needs. Everybody's working on their decorations. Uh, Stephen's begging the stuff to freeze. Kate's working on a dragon fruit for a decoration for the top. Uh, Stephen's like, this is not going to stay together. Kate makes, or Sophie makes this very fancy flower. Steven's doing a breathing exercise. Totally relate, man. Chocolate collar Sophie's working on. Uh, Keep calm, Sandy says, Steven, you're going to be okay. Let me wipe your face. Sophie's doing her bees. Uh, Steven's still trying to breathe. Uh, Kate's entremet is coming out. Sophie's is coming out. And, uh, time to work on their mirror glaze. Uh, Steven's trying to get his out. And uh, it is holding its shape, but he has to be careful. People are working on their different things, uh, their toppings or whatever. Kate's doing one of those pour toppings where you pour it on and it goes over all the sides. Can't imagine having to clean all this up. Same with Soph- Sophie's. is like, uh... Bumblebee colored, but in a marble way. Steven's doing one of his toppings. The galaxy one really does look like a cool. Sophie's chocolate collar breaks. Uh, and uh, so she's trying to fix that and to figure that out. A uh, little frustration. Kate's trying to get hers on her plat- platform. And, uh, Steven, she gets hers on. I think she's done. Steven's still working. He gets both of his on there. Not as beautiful as I imagined. Sophie's like, there's cracks in my collar. One minute left. She puts her, she's, final decorations are going on. Where are my balls? Because Steven has these, like, balls, uh, that are supposed to go on there. And he's shaking because, you know, he only has one minute, uh, gets his on. Wow, they say, what a relief all over. Hugs. 
more hugs, well done, kisses, uh, but still tentative hugs because, you know, it's not over yet. Uh, and Sandy looks both very stressed and excited. Actually, Noel looks a little overwhelmed, too. Then the uh, bakers all hug each other. Uh, Sandy's very emotional because she's just so caring. Then we see the kind of festival, kids rolling on the hills, babies, bakers, butterflies that the dad says. Uh, uh, we see Liam. They say, who are you going to work for? Liam's coy at first. Uh, like choosing your fa- favorite kids. Ian wants Steven. Uh, Liam says, Sophie, Flo says, uh, Kate, uh, Tom, I think it was that his name says Stephen. Now it's judgment time. Uh, final entremets. Uh, please bring up your showstopper. Sophie goes first and they say, tell us about it. It's called old do a honeybee. Uh, she kind of talks about jelly, caramelized honey custard. White chocolate, lavender mousse, mirror glaze, uh, beautiful, stunning marbling, original, pretty, collars broken, the honeycomb with the bee, the flower, exceptional, knife just falls through, that's great, Bruce says. Look at that. Uh, it's all set. They're not running into each other. The layers, very neat, jelly, holding together. And they taste it. Bruce, like, uh, this is amazing. Uh, lemon lavender has got to be the new taste. Uh, she laughs. Ball slow. Chewing, chewing, sighs. Uh, I love it. Uh, seam of the entremets. Honey, it's not overly sweet, though. Jelly has a tartness. Sponge is just right. A uh, little bit of bite that gives the whole thing. Even the lavender and lemon works. Uh, Creamy jelly layers, right amount of gelatin, not rubbery, not liquid. Fantastic. Thank you. Sophie says, thank you so much. Noel actually helps clear the table and then gulps a lot of reaction shots of everybody. And there's like a long shot of uh, Sophie taking a drink. Kate goes up, uh, something falls off, uh, one of her butterflies. Uh, Tell us about your entremet. White chocolate, bavois, yuzu, coconut, yulichi, uzu zest, white chocolate, and uzu ganache. Uh, unusual. Shiny as a bathroom tile. Mirror finish. Color choice is superb. Knife, knife drops well. Look at that. Wow, wow, wow. Bold, equal. Prue laughs as she's taking a bite. Uh, and uh, uzu flavor is sharp and delicious, surprising. Tasting grapefruit, then it's not grapefruit, lovely. And uh, Paul says, I love the flavor, you know, bavois, citrus, it's hits it well. Meringue and coconut, different flavor, harmonious, lemony. Contrast to textures and flavors, really beautiful. Okay, melts in your mouth. Uh, Sublime. I'd eat it all day. Well done. So she takes hers off. Well done, Kate. Uh, good luck. Good luck, Stephen. Stephen, bring up your showstopper. It's just it's not as big as the other ones. Uh, it's beautiful. Tell us about your entremet. Hazelnut. 
raspberry, bananas, custard, chocolate mousse, white chocolate on one side, galaxy mirror glaze. What a good glazing. Looks like a shell. Could be a bit more refined. The one side looks unfinished. Let's try the mirror glaze one. They take it out, and unfortunately, it's uh, the layers are not distinctive because of timing. Mirror glaze is not quite set, so the, the knife took the layers through one another. All takes a bite, though. Everybody, we get a bunch of face reaction shots. Uh, Prue takes a bite. Paul thinks, love the bananas, love the moose. Uh, if I was to close my eyes and eat it, uh, but it's too many textures. Uh, so Prue says, I want to try the other side. You got bleeding layers on this side, too. Hard to distinguish the layers. Uh, it's too. It's very rich and sweet. I thought you'd be, uh, she says, probably not able to eat a lot of it. You missed a trick, Paul says. Thank you very much, Stephen. So we see sad faces, obviously, from Sophie and Kate, because uh, they're feeling for Stephen. Stephen's in a bit of a dis... Uh, and we go, Paul and Peru have a huge decision. Three bakers came in to showstopper even. So is this difficult? Uh, well, it's precision. You get exceptional from Sophie. Kate's was gorgeous. Flavors. Stephen's was a little bit let down. Not as good as the other two. Ten weeks of amazing memory, Sandy says, and it comes down to this. I don't think it's an easy decision. Came in here thinking I knew I was going to win. I don't know. Is somebody changing my mind? So a lot of people out there. You tell them. Then the bakers come out with their cakes. Uh, they get to join their family and friends. Everybody claps. There's hugs and nerves. Uh, proud, pleased. Uh, Count Kate and Stephen are my friends now. Sophie says, Kate says, whoever wins will deserve it. Stephen hugs his, hugs his mom. Nah, I haven't let go of the dream of winning, but uh, it let, I clawed it back halfway through. Sit down. Stephen sighs. He turns his head, and uh, they'll do a long shot on him. Sandy and Noel come out and with flowers. And uh, let's see, uh, let's run through my notes, though, before we get to the winner, right? Okay, let's see this. So Baker's walk in, Jack's off, Paul and Brew, who wins, Showstopper wins. You win, Noel. Nervous Faces, Morning Baker, Chapped, 2017, Entremet, Multilayer, Cake, uh, Recent Betterverse Covers, Each Layer Withstands Shrugs. Sand moose chafe uh, cake. Uh, sponge one entremet moose bavois jelly magazine work blanches. Uh, work backwards, very tricky. So impressed. Uh, we struggle to choose a winner. Sophie Honey, Ode to Honey Bee, Honey Custard, Harmonizes Well, Paul, No Sting. Rainy day, Stephen, two and a half to freeze it, consistent your entremet, Stephen Custard first, uh, Sophie, jobs on the get, uh, concurrent activity, that's like a, a military word for multitasking, uh, and where she's skilled, uh, Kate, lychee jelly, first of color and mother, 
Japanese flag, Uzu juice, uh, you look calm, make naked cartwheel, Stephen custard, Stephen yin yang, caramel, banana bay, banana brulee, tiara halves, two halves, uh, Sweden snow on ground, galaxy, mile, mild away, set three layers on more. Contrasting textures, Genoise, light and airy, Sophie, petite four level. Stephen, last layer of custard, star of show, two and a half hours, element of crunch. Stephen making a honeycomb, Sophie, rice crispy cake. Perfect mousse to encase entire cake. Paul and Prue talk, lavender and lemon. Prue worried about Stephen more than he can chew. Is Stephen going to finish? Finney's finesse, Kate, finesse she lacks. Everyone assemble to get again. Stephen a bit too sloppy. Ten minutes uh, save. Sophie, bold's layers look. Good into freezer. Stephen behind. Sophie, honey, cauldron. Honeycomb. Kate, cocoa butter. Sophie making bee bee stripes. Uh, One hour left. Nice shine. Freeze freezer dryer. Fruit, dragon fruits. Stephen, so soft, not going to bliss. He tries to breathe four to five times. Great job, Stephen. I I mean, I got to say, I'm breathing in good self-care. Sandy tries to help him. Sophie makes bees. Stephen, star, carry on. Sophie set fine. Kate mirror glazes. Honey jelly that sponge, butter work as well, not rushing. Talk fantastic, faces off experience, Stephen stunned. Long sequence, Sophie drinks nervous. It was a really long shot of Sophie drinking water with a nervous look. Kate, Uzu, while chalet, unusual beautiful color. Subliminal, look at that, wow, big, bold, equal, sharp, delicious, lowly, love of flavor combinations. Centimeter hits coconut jelly, melts in mouth, well done. Stephen, glowing, but it could be simpler. Layers upset me, comes down to timing. Glaze is not set. Love bananas and mousse. Uh, layers kind of uh, uh, leak into one another too much. Rich and sweet, sad faces. You missed a trick here. Outside table talk. Sophie away. Kate flavors. Stephen a little down. Let half dance. Ten weeks of around moments. Outside, cheers for bakers. Hugs and nerves. Stephen, music and tears, judges, host with flowers. Big round of applause, holding hands. Sandy gets to announce the winner. One champion, winner is Sophie. She is a stunned face, hugs, piano music. She hugs her plate-er, She hugs her plate. She gets a plate as a trophy. Stephen puts it all in perspective, pretty mega. Checks in.
So let's go to the tape for this last sequence. Three finals step forward. Knowles leading the way. Paul's holding the, I don't think it's a plate. I think it's like a cake stand. They hold hands. Uh, all right, lads, uh, or something. Good luck. Uh, huge honor. I'm going to cry, Sandy says. Uh, the huge honor announcing the winner. There can only be one champion. And the winner is Sophie. And we get a long shot. Everybody's faces first uh, and breathing before she says it. Uh, cheering, applauding. Stephen hugs her first. We see her boyfriend's belly because his, sh- his sweatshirt pulls up when he puts his hands above his head uh, and cheers. Uh, there's more hugs with everybody. And Bruce says, you deserve it. Uh, looks like Sophie's dad. She hugs her cake stand. What is that called? Uh, cake blade. Uh, hasn't sunk in. Not quite yet. Well done. Super, uh, Sandy's so proud. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Paul says I was a little emotional. Sandy got emotional, but I pretended it was wind in my me eye. Well done. Huge learning curve. Uh, that entremet on the final bake, it, uh, it was shocked about the standard. Sophie's calm. Hopefully this gives her even more confidence. I'm proud of her. Proud of all of them, Bruce says. Done well. Kate says I lost uh, to a brilliant baker. Fair play. Proud of you. And then Stephen, this is great. Uh, he maybe has one more piece of grace. As Kate can, or Sophie can appear quite tough, but she's soft inside. Uh, Tom, scared as Kate and I were, I saw vulnerability. She puts her heart and soul into this, as we all have, and she puts her heart and soul into it, and she earned it. She really earned it. Uh, she says, I'm going to keep pinching myself. Uh, maybe this is my calling. Never dared to think about it till I was here. Met some brilliant people. Got to the final. It's beyond anything I could have dreamed of. She holds it above her head. What a privilege. Yeah, it's pretty mega. Everybody cheers and applause. She stands. Big, big kiss from her boyfriend. And uh, they fade. Since this year, this is the recap. Uh, Peter's developing a baking blog with coconut recipes. Chris has gotten fortune cookies down. Tom is training for the London Marathon and hoping he can do prove that he can do something in a reasonable time. James is doing an artisan tour of Essex and going to say hi to Peter. Julia and Yan went on a road trip to visit Flo in Liverpool. They did karaoke in the car. Liam's his final year of university is writing a bang dissertation on the drama of baking. Stacy's pink session has reached new levels. Full-time job masters and her hobbies. Kate is going for a black belt in karate. And uh, Stephen and Sophie are friends, best baking friends forever. They meet when they can. They have substance and style, little thing, hashtags. They meet. They're planning on going on holiday together to Scandinavia to visit bakeries and see the northern lights. And that is how our season ends, everybody. What a great season. Uh, once again, great people to root for, great, very calming. So, yeah, that's the end of uh, Great British Baking You Off to Sleep. I'll tuck in. <laughs> I don't think you want to be tucked in in a bavoir, but it sounds like something you say. Let me tell you, is that like a duvet? Of course it is. Good night.